0: Have you ever sworn that you remember something that didn't actually happen? Maybe it had something to do with family or friends. Maybe you just remembered it wrong. Ask anyone else who was there and they'd be able to tell you if you were right or not. But what happens if one person remembers it the way that you do, but the others don't? Who's right and who's wrong?
1: Welcome to the Conspiracy Theory Podcast with Brian, Gary, and Jesus. And today, on this episode of our... Highly acclaimed, much beloved show, we are going to be talking about the mysterious Mandela effect. <music>
2: is right well yeah it's our 30th episode it's it's 30 I
1: mean guys times 10 of 3 is 30 we've hit it I never thought we'd get this far and it's a listener suggestion that's my other idea what's that Larry I mean sorry Gary Today's my birthday. So I've been
3: playing Final Fantasy fifteen right now, and it's awesome. Like I'm towards the end of the game, you guys
1: should definitely play it. What um what do you got? what do you think of the mechanics in that game, Josh? I've been been dying to know. Well, it's uh
3: I, I guess my uh, my review of it would be if you're not into final fantasy games it's not a really fantastic game but if you're into final fantasy games it's like you play it and you're like this isn't final fantasy quality but I it's a, it's really good
2: i was a preemie i barely survived i
3: mean i i've got about 50 hours in so far i've heard people putting in over 200 so i'm kind of excited
2: i mean i died twice before leaving the hospital So,
3: um, did you guys know that today's uh, episode is actually, it is a
1: suggested episode by (gasps) my wife, my wife, and, uh, uh, and, and she survived actually big news. And, and I'm, I'm really glad Larry brought up that this was an important episode. She, uh, was able to get out of the hospital and is safely back at home because she had an emergency appendectomy. Is that right? That is that is correct. Uh, it's good to know she's doing all right. We're glad yeah. that she's she's back and and uh, that's that's a special day. It's special to have her back baking bread, making mm. Josh happy.
3: It, it, it's delicious. You've been awful quiet,
1: mm. and I I'm gonna, I hate to say it, I'm gonna have to kick you off the show if uh, you're not bringing up some um, important topics here. So. Sorry. Sorry I you didn't. guys seen my tweets this week? They've been really good. <sighs> happy birthday, Larry. Larry. My it's cat your is birthday. climbing all over me. Okay, this is the happy birthday, Larry episode. <laughs> that it is. That's right. Producer to the stars of all the Beer City Media shows you
2: would love, Larry. What are you doing today on your birthday? Recording a shitty podcast with a couple of shitheads. Oh, <laughs> that stings. Something
1: chapped my chaps.
2: No, um, I I am really excited about this episode, though. When you when cool. you when you brought this up, oh, actually, when you didn't even bring it up, when April brought it up. Yes, um, I took I like looked at the, like the first line of what it was and just kind of stopped there because of uh, how I figured we'd do this one.
1: Well, as per usual, we like to start our episodes with a one out of ten. So I'll make it I'll make it kind of simplistic because I think in essence this deals mostly with parallel universes. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna ask you guys if there was like an alternate reality slash parallel universe that you could slippity slide into mhm or if you knew you had slid into mm-hmm. how scary would that be to you 1 out of 10
2: do i get to choose or not really no i don't think there's any choosing in this in this instance have, well i'm going to give it a 5 then okay because i feel like you have it's like a 50-50 well, it's not quite 50-50 but it it, it could go either way Right, So it could be really good and you could uh, End up in the alternate universe Of fellatio One You're where, speaking my <laughs> language right now Where you receive it Or you end up in Universe <laughs> fellatio two Where you're given it and, so it's it's only to, and it's only chance. to members of Donald Trump's cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. And you have it's penises just, for noses. you like just one a of those six, Roomba. Sorry, it's a go ahead. Six foot, it's filled with nothing but six foot seven guys, affectionately known as the Ram. <laughs> Oh God. yep! You're like
1: one of those You basically double in this universe As like one of those tiny little Star Wars Roomba robots that roll <laughs> out To like sweep up the dust But you're instead in charge of blowies So you just kind of roll out to the cabinet And you're like I'm here uh. Insert noise of cow getting milked Um Josh, what about you? God, we didn't get far into this episode before we started talking about penile functions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did my job. It's usually the case. Uh, well, I would say that with this episode... Uh, what this? Um, well, in another universe, I feel like this might be called the Morgan Freeman effect. So <laughs> That's a good point. I i feel like the morgan freeman effect i'm gonna give this a um
1: i'm gonna give it a seven anything anything to hear that that man narrate anything put me Mm -hmm. right into asmr sleepy mode i'm gonna give this one a solid nine Hmm. um Because you never know when you're going to shift into the we can only breathe shit in this atmosphere universe or (laughs) the fartmosphere. Or we survive on being made out of like giant bags of cum i mean or 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 (laughs) in this world we we the only way we can mate is by farting you know it's just like i'm sorry there's a a lot of bodily functions involved in that but that's off the top of my head i'm just worried i'm gonna i'm gonna slippity slide into the wrong universe and before you know it uh, josh you could slippity slide into the clown verse and then you know it's game Mm -hmm. over no you guys want to know what this thing is all about, though? Yes. All right. Now, let me ask you guys, have you ever had somebody come up to you, and you guys are sitting there, and, and it's like um, a lot of things in the 90s, with us being 80s, 90s kids, and Larry, you being a 60s, 40s kid, um, <laughs> I mean, sorry, you skipped <laughs> to the 50s, remember, Um on oh, the time traveling I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you ever you ever talk to somebody and you're like you're reminiscing about something and 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 they say you are both you both feeling the conversation and then that person says, "Yeah, and remember how they did this?" and you
2: you think back and you go, "They did those people never did that or that was never that way." Usually it's about me and I'm blackout. Well, that was blackout drunk and I don't remember doing that. <laughs> And it's usually blackmail. Hey,
0: you know what? <laughs> Anybody
1: that blackmails you, get a get a knuckle sandwich from my alternate universe. Hulk. Ryan Hulk. Um, the Mandela Effect, it, it's a simple thing like that, basically. It's when somebody swears they heard something one way, but you have the proof in your hand, and it's totally different. So... It's like a memory of something, someone, someplace that they would bet 100% it's correct, but somehow it's completely different. Hmm. Um, this really started to formulate um, was named, and it was named by this paranormal, paranormal enthusiast named Fiona Brom. Oh,
2: Fiona um, Apple, yeah. No, 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 no. Fiona Brahm, you heard me wrong. No, Fiona is the musician. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that this episode. Um, she discovered
1: she wasn't the only one who believed at the time mm-hmm. uh, that Nelson Mandela, which this uh, effect is named after, died in prison in the 80s. R- she what? remembered that because really? she saw media coverage of the event in in her memories. It wasn't until she started MandelaEffect.com that she realized there were lots of of groups
2: that remembered uh, periods of history differently. People have bad memories. They do. But everybody like everybody remembers their childhood <laughs> way differently than it really was. Um, the website she started
1: mandelaeffect.com is still up and running and it's a great resource. It's actually it's actually Ugh. where a lot of this information comes from. Sweet. There's a pretty recent Gawker article and then the Telegraph did a really nice Kind of, uh,
2: how is Gawker the, still the, around? I thought Hulk Hogan owned them.
1: <laughs> I don't think Hulk Hogan owns anything anymore now. But anyway, um, so the um, this really kicked off for me. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys remember a um, a book series, a child's book series from um from the eighties? late 80s, early 90s, called the um, Berenstein Bears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do, too. See, I thought it was a different name. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of people who think it's Berenstein Bears, but it's actually Berenstein,
2: Correct. Yeah. See, that's how I remember. I've heard of that one. And I was always like... I guess it would make more sense if it was Berenstein, and that's why maybe people remember it that way. Well, the
1: um the thing is, I seriously I mean, remember I saw this on a book, and there's actually mm-hmm. um because they're Jewish. So you would think it'd be Berenstain. <laughs> well, I always thought the Berenstain, the, it's the it's supposed to be the Berenstain bears, but I always thought the Berenstain bears were basically like a continuation of the three bears and Goldilocks, but without Goldilocks. And they had another kid and it was like a
2: modernized version. <laughs> like the sitcom version? Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Their next, their next door neighbor was a coyote. <laughs> right Um, but yeah like I just I mean as a kid I
1: I mean now kind of the the books kind of I don't know I I guess they teach you some morals and that's their thing but um, there's actual evidence of differences where um, there is a Redditor that found a VHS old VHS tape of the cartoon and the label shows Steen on the actual really tape so I mean, and that's the thing that really well, gets
2: people is that it, there's actually what's was that? It, was it the porno version? You know how they changed no. the name just a little bit. But that's a that's a great
1: that's a great name. I'm sure somebody out there is is picking that up right now.
2: I mean, actually, Baron Stain would be a better porn name, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, was think, I was thinking Porking Stain, but all right. So, Josh, I
1: got three three right off the top examples that I think are really going to kind of blow your mind if you haven't already seen them. Um, okay, so this this one is crazy to me. Now I, I mentioned that it's this covers everything. Like groups of people who swear it's one way but it's the other on any any almost anything you can think of and it's like I said it's all linked on the site mandelaeffect.com. Um but this one uh, we are the champions by Queen supposedly ends differently. Than most people recall. Really, think of the song "We Are the Champions," Josh. Okay, at the at the during the final lyrics, they say, "No time for losers" because we are the champions of the world, right? No, No, it's not of the world. No, but there
2: are people that believe they heard of the world, and I gotta say, I'm one of those people because they were drunk at a sporting event when their (laughs) team won the championship.
3: Well, now here's because that's one of the ones that I had thought of as well, because that's came up many times when I've talked to people. And I think the reason why they hear that Freddie saying that at the end of the song is he does say it in the middle. Mm-hmm. And when they played the song live, he would say it at the end. But really? it's only on the recording that. He does not say it, but the 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 music still goes to the melody of the world, like dun, 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 you know, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. uh, that one, I I I I feel like when I was a lot younger, I could hear that, mm-hmm. but because I became such a huge fan of Queen, I the second I saw that was part of the Mandela effect I'm like why like I mean, he doesn't say it
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I actually swear to Christ that that's how I always heard the song too and I'm not just trying to play these up but those these are two instances where I swear to God that's how I heard the, that song and that's how I saw the books like I always thought it was Berenstein Bears
2: I've heard yeah I've heard a lot of people call them the Berenstein Bears um, I, I remember even in my head and again, this could be convoluted because well, of all your the head beers is convoluted.
1: <laughs> but I seriously remember having a Berenstain bears book in my hand. And it's not like it's something that I should just be like, Oh, I'm a little boy. And I stare at words all day. You know, most of the time I'm sitting there drawing boobs on mama bear. But <laughs> I remember looking at the book and seeing Berenstain. Um, mm-hmm. Let me get to get to the a couple more Josh and another one that I think that you for sure will um, attest to is the oh shit I lost my place. Um real quick I just wanted to say
3: I even I'm going to take it a step further I remember as a kid reading it as the Baron Stein bears oh, like wow. a beer stein
1: and I remember th- thinking that they were they were German. You must have fallen <laughs> into like a weird like pseudo German alternate reality for a day there. Okay, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> now, Josh, you and I are huge. Oh, actually, I would say we're all Star Wars fans. But you and I specifically have always been huge Star Wars fans. I like how you guys yeah.
2: discount my Star Wars fandom. Hey, we're doing that without research and asking you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which means it's official. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's how we do research on this
1: podcast. <laughs> in in Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader doesn't say, "Luke, I'm your father." He says, "No, I am, I your, am father. your father." But somehow that that it's it's seen differently by groups of people. Like everyone will say,
2: "Luke, I'm your father." Like it's 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 a it's I a remember part remember specifically hearing that in a Saturday night live sketch yeah or if it no it may have not been it may have been um black sheep the movie yeah with the yeah. fan oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah so I think it kind of became like when you hear well, you might get to this one later so I'll just not say it well maybe I will say it but people remember hearing um John Wayne say um Oh, fuck I can't remember the quote now anyways oh uh pilgrim yeah uh, that one something pilgrim uh which he never says in the, the movie but like it just becomes a meme or I guess well yeah I mean it,
1: it's it's there's countless um there's countless instances of like famous lines too like forrest Gumps in uh there's supposedly people that heard um Uh, that heard him say, um, "What is it? Life is like a box of chocolates. Life is like a box of chocolate. You'll never know what you're going to get." But then there's a variation of, um, "Life is and life's like was life, life was, was life was." I'm sorry, thanks, Josh. Mm, okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's right, but it, I
2: don't think I remember anyone doing a parody of. Forrest Gump as much as they, they parodied the whole the Luke Scott you know Luke I am your father got parodied a lot and I think that's why people remember it differently It was parodied wrong I have another really big one too um, yeah go ahead is, go ahead I'm sorry I was trying
1: to find the John Wayne oh, you're quote good. but I, I got lost <clears throat> go
3: another ahead. very misquoted uh, th- thing Is in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. They never say, beam me up, Scotty. That's never said.
2: But again, it was like one of those parodied things. I don't know where the parody comes from. I feel like, like,
1: yeah, I think a lot of it does probably come from Saturday Night Live sketches. Or just like, you know how whenever a new zeitgeist catchphrase kind of pops up? um there's almost like like water cooler variations you get with groups of friends and mm-hmm. that's kind of how it spreads it's like the um like when a big a, a aaa comedy comes out like the hangover or whatever there's always like scenes or like you know that was kind of like that movie the hangover ha, ha, ha and then you know certain lines that people say jokes that people say over and over again that kind of get embedded. I think that's where part of it comes from, and I'll I'll break it down too, because there's actually some evidence on the other hand that kind of disproves this, which I'll bring up later, but let's get to a couple more. I want to bring up C-3PO because I... This is the third one of these that I've brought up that I I remember differently. Mm -hmm. Many Star Wars fanatics recall C-3PO being completely gold, and we're super thrown off when supposedly he's had a silver leg the entire time. I don't remember the silver leg. When I saw a picture of it, looking this up, I, I seriously did like a triple take. I'm like, where'd that thing come from? Like, I don't remember him ever. There ever being a part where like his leg got lobbed off and Anakin or I'm sorry, not Anakin. Uh, Luke repaired it with a silver leg or even Anakin, I guess, technically since the prequels sort of count sort of, (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't remember that. I always pictured him as like completely a gold figure, you know, hobbling around making pseudo homosexual like English man remarks to a bucket of bolts. Um, no, I love you. R two D two, Larry. onto one you might know. Kit Kat doesn't have a dash. Larry's favorite See, candy. you gotta ask us this. <laughs> Why? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll rephrase this. Well, now you've uh, given it away. No, I, I gave you the way the lead. I'm sorry. Yeah, because
3: that was uh, one of the ones that I was asked by April if they had a dash or not. And I was like, had to think about it. I'm like, I I don't think
1: there was. And she's like, are well, you sure? Let, let, I, let me try to rephrase that then um do you guys remember them the kit kat
2: having a dash or not well now that i know the answer well <laughs> honestly yeah. uh, uh, do you uh, remember it though uh, I, honestly I, f- I think i would have thought it had a dash in it
3: yeah same here i think that it it took me a little bit to because really, really think about how the how it looked mm-hmm. before I re- finally remembered. Like, okay, no, it does not have a
2: dash. I, I feel like that if any candy bar was 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 a modern female and would take the hyphenated name, it definitely would be the Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you guys remember the um, the '90s genie movie with Sinbad in it? No, I remember a 90s Shaquille O'Neal was in that thing. Yeah, he was Kazam. Kazam. That's right, but there's a lot of people who
1: swear that Sinbad was in it, which I think is just that they're confused. They wished
2: because... Sinbad has uh, uh, an inflection in his voice. (laughs) Shaquille O'Neal talks like this. I'm I'm Shazam. I'll grant you three wishes. How do you do? I dunked on NBA centers all over the NBA, and I'm the greatest player of all time, Hall of Fame. Shaquille O'Neal. I
1: want want an audio clip of that because that was perfect. (laughs) But to his credit, he tries to rap in that
2: movie. It falls. (laughs) flatter than flat. I bought Shaquille O'Neal's rap album, by the way. Um, Oh, Larry. I did. How old were you then?
1: 32? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's a running gag No. (sighs) You know, for the record, I think that... uh, (laughs)
3: Yes, Josh, go ahead. (laughs) Um, I think that the reason why people make that connection is that if i am not mistaken there is a tale from that like arabian uh setting mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. sinbad that has a genie in it and
2: i think that's the reason why people make that connection interesting see i think it has have you ever seen what sinbad dressed up like he looked like a genie on stage <laughs> You, <laughs> you know those pants. Man, he, I, I, I'm, I thought Sinbad was great, but that's just me. Especially there's in, that, in Jingle All the Way. You think there's an alternate universe for people to remember Shaquille O'Neal in that Cosby spinoff show, <laughs> Different World? With Dwayne Wayne. Wait, what is where he's Bill Cosby's character? No, where he plays Sinbad's character. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, that's where okay. Sinbad. You don't remember Sinbad in a different world? No. Do you, do you guys. Do you, I'm assuming
1: you guys were kids once and watched Snow White, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Do you remember the scene where she says, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall? Yes. Yeah. Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. Who's the fairest of them all? You're wrong. The For... correct
2: line from the movie was, Magic Mirror on the Wall. Oh. Well, that's clunky. They should have gone with Mirror, Mirror. Do you They're guys wrong? Do you guys I remember Jiffy? Do you guys remember Jiffy peanut butter?
1: Yes. No. It's never been called Jiffy. It's always been Jiff. Jiffy. Jiffy.
2: All right, it's GIF
1: <laughs> Dude, there should be. They should totally do that the next time they have a bunch of Chrononauts messing up with all the parallel universes and go. This is, you know what, this is kind of a, just FYI, this does kind of lead well from our last episode, but um, they should just bumble through and make sure that whatever (laughs) happens that they come back in the peanut butter instead of saying GIF, it's It's spelled spelled GIF, Gif, (laughs) but it's pronounced (laughs) Jeff, And it's spelled the same way. Uh, (laughs) Oh. And for Giphy. some reason, in that in that alternate reality, the guy that came up with the term GIF is Gets the punched emperor in the face. of the world. Oh, oh he's punched. <laughs> Why'd you change the name of my peanut butter? My dog's upset. She doesn't like licking my balls with that title. <laughs> oh,
2: Gookie, okay, then.
1: I'm just saying. Some people's weekends. All right, Fruit Loops is actually... <laughs> Froot Loops is actually spelled...
2: What? How do you spell Fruit Loops? Pretty um, sure for legal f- reasons. Oh, go ahead, Josh. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Pretty sure I they have to spell it F R O O T for legal reasons.
1: <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> the correct spelling is actually F R O O T with the with the nice big toucan, Sam. Uh, Cheerio, ripoff, jaded, uh-huh. candy crusty O's in the middle.
2: In an alternate uh-huh. universe, loops is spelled L-U-I-P-S. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, in the movie Silence of the Lambs, what's what's what does uh, Hannibal Lecter say when he is greeted by Clarice Starling in his uh, prison cell? Hello, Clarice. Right. It's a famous line, but do you know that he never actually said that in the movie? He said, good morning. That's it.
2: Bullshit. I thought he was... The second thing he said is, holy shit, did you see that guy fling his jizz at you? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. that guy's got an arm. He plays center field for the angels.
1: Spoiler alert, that movie (laughs) rules and he made that guy swallow his tongue, which is awesome, so... Um yeah and and there's a there's a couple more I can get to. Um Curious George. Yeah. Does he have a tail or no tail? Do you guys
2: remember? Mm, no tail that I remember. Larry. I don't remember a tail. Well,
1: I think you guys have been on the right side of your parallel universes cuz he never had a tail.
2: Yeah, he lost that in a curiosity accident. <laughs> with a blender here's a good one you know the eh, I'm the monopoly guy does he have a monocle or no oh <sighs> no he doesn't mm, yeah no I don't you're thinking of Mr peanut his uh, mis- yeah Mr. Business peanut. partner yeah, yeah. but Mr peanut you guys are right
1: The Monopoly man does not have a monocle. He's just got a big old bag of money
2: he's going to take right back to Bank of America where it belongs. And and he's going to take it there in a thimble, like the least effective form of travel known to man. (laughs) Before we take a quick break, I'm going to ask you guys one more question. Okay.
1: How do you spell Oscar Mayer?
3: A-O-O-S-C-A-R-M-E... Y-A-R?
2: Larry? Y-E-R.
3: No, or no, you, it's you a gotta, you do... Um, Hold or on, M-A-Y-E-R. Larry. Larry, you,
2: Larry, I need the full spelling. You give it a try. O-S-C-A-R, Oscar. Yep. Meyer. M-E-Y-E-R hold on incorrect hold on hold on both hold on. of you it's Sorry, m-a-y-a-r, M-A-Y-A-R. no nope.
1: incorrect again Damn it. it's o-s-c-a-r-m-a-y-e-r and there's actual evidence to that being spelled yeah, differently it's in your, on, it's, online too i was about to Granted, say the
2: actual evidence is in your meat aisle See, when I think of that, I I immediately wanted to answer
3: (laughs) your question. Uh, It's uh, H-O-M-E-R.
2: I know. Actually, the meat aisle is what I call my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, we all got pet names for everything.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick clip break. And when we come back, we're going to delve into a few more of those crazy instances of confusion and... And, and I guess there'll be some other parallel universes we'll entertain.
0: When did Nelson Mandela, the former president of South Africa, die? Was it whilst incarcerated in prison many years ago, or was it just recently at the end of 2013? If you said it was in prison, then you're wrong, but don't feel silly because you will not have been the only one to have said that, and that is down to something that has been all the talk lately called the Mandela Effect. It was first mentioned in 2010 by Fiona Broom. ...who was convinced Nelson Mandela had died in prison, and was confused to find out that he was still alive and well at the time. She didn't think much of it until overhearing a conversation some time later... ...of people sharing similar thoughts that Mandela died in prison, and that they remember his funeral vividly on TV. After this, she came up with something called the Mandela Effect. Which basically means an event that someone, more importantly a large group of people usually in the millions, are convinced something took place that in reality never happened or was considerably different to how they remember it. After sharing this new perspective that no one had talked about before online, people could relate, and more and more examples of the Mandela Effect began to surface.
1: I guess, are we still recording? Why not? Okay, we're back from our break. We had a clip. We had some laughs behind the scenes. Some tears. Some tears. We're really... Yeah, some tears. We're saying goodbye to all the years that uh, Larry's lived previously. Mm -hmm. Larry, what are you going to miss about being 40?
2: (laughs) That nice round number, 40. 41's kind of weird. 42 is Jackie Robinson's uh, uniform number, so that's pretty cool. 43, who cares? 44, who cares? 45. You know, nice middle four or five. That's a good number. Is that when you can officially have your midlife crisis? Uh, Where uh, you're like,
1: this radio,
2: (laughs) this male prostitution thing is. Well, that's assuming I make it to 90, which we all know I'm not. What? You're going to be half Android. It'll be fine. Actually, you know what? I tell you what. My grandmother and grandfather both made it well into their 90s. Mine didn't. Mine both died when they were like forty-two. <laughs> so you hit your midlife <laughs> crisis when you were twenty-one. It's a good thing I'm. Why in Why do, my do 30s. you think he drinks so much dragon's milk now? <laughs> hey. Thank God you didn't start dating younger women when you were twenty-one, because I'm pretty sure that's illegal.
1: Damn straight. Hey, <laughs> this is a no booze month. We're drinking. I'm drinking a herbal tea. It's clearing out her my sinuses. It's making I me feel. My,
2: yeah, I got my fizzy water.
1: I have normal water. Uh, normal waters for normal people. We're not normal.
2: Okay, I mean, it- guys. Uh, oh, ooh, Joshua! Lord. Lord. cracker water. <sighs> that one's going on the soundboard.
1: <laughs> yeah, you might as well just take That's it. A good one. Whenever there's any empty silence, we want to fill it up with uh, acid reflux. According to the theory, the Mandela th- Ma- Mandela theory, or Um,
2: effect. The Morgan Freeman effect.
1: Such (laughs) memories that people have are accounted for by something such as a time traveler or chrononaut as Mr. Basiago is said to have been. Um, Also there's a theory that it could have something to do with the scientists who are working on the quantum ripple created by the CERN Large Hedron Collider.
2: Do you guys know what a Large Hedron Collider is? Mm. Yeah, that's that, that thing they put on before Monday Night Football where the two helmets collide. Are you <laughs> ready on, for some football? The, the, yeah, the head-on collider.
1: Larry, you're so American. It's beautiful.
2: <laughs> I did. I, I watch football while eating a raw steak. <laughs> Ow, ow, ow,
1: ow, ow. And a whiskey. And getting an enema. It's really nice and no, dark and, and brown scotch. in my room.
2: A neat scotch. No ice. Just <laughs> while while smoking a cigar in my underwear. By the and way, that, he cigar, a- that cigar is wrapped in bacon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, How do you smoke that sh- when
1: you're eating a raw steak?
3: <laughs> Quickly. Well, he didn't... <laughs> He didn't mention the fact that he's got a machine gun between his legs that he fires off with every touchdown. I lot. do have a
2: machine gun between my legs. <laughs> you got a lot of holes in your roof. Actually, actually, it's a mini Uzi. But anyways. <laughs> okay. All right. Hadron Collider
1: is the world's world's largest and most powerful particle collider. Um it happens to be at the largest, most complex experimental facility ever built, and is the largest single <laughs> machine in the world. It'd, it'd be was, funny if
2: it was at the smallest. <laughs> what? It's the smallest. It'd be a microchip. What, what's? I don't know. No, what's, it's the largest. You know, whatever machine in the smallest laboratory <laughs> they could fit it in. There's no room to breathe. Yeah. Everybody just is strapped to the side of it.
1: It was built by the European Organization for Nuclear Research, or CERN, which I brought up, between 1998 and 2008, in collaboration with over 10,000 scientists and engineers from over 100 countries, wow. as well as hundreds of universities and laboratories. It lies in a tunnel 27 kilometers slash, who cares about that, 17 miles in circumference, and as deep as... <laughs> in- 574 feet, or for our Europeans, friends, 175 meters.
2: They don't need to know meters. They need to learn (laughs) Americans.
1: Yeah, come over here, eat a
2: raw (laughs) steak, smoke a cigar through your nose, and shoot your roof. We just measure things by whatever happens to be closest to us. Okay, so according to
1: these people, its first research run took place from 30 March 2010 to 13 February 2013, at an initial energy of 3.5 tera electron volts per beam, almost four times more than the previous world record for a collider, rising (laughs) to a 4 TeV per beam from 2012 on 13 February 2013. The Large Hadron Collider's first run officially ended, and it was shut down for planned upgrade Test collisions restarted in the upgrade collider on 5 April 2015, reaching 6.5 uh, tera-electronic volts. This is some nerd stuff. Um, hitting 13 tera volts, the current world record. Its second research run commenced on June 2015. The aim of this is to allow physicists to test the predictions of different theories of particle physics, including measuring the property of higgs boson, which is an elementary particle mm-hmm. in the standard model of particle physics. Holy shit, mm-hmm. this is getting super nerdy. This is, and, re- yeah. and searching for the large family of new particles predicted by supersymmetric theories. So they, they're trying to find God, as well as other unsolved questions of physics. So if you're a physics guy, you probably know all about this. Um, if you're me,
2: you're bored.
1: Or, yeah. Uh, it has a computing Action. grid that is a world record holder. Data from collisions was produced at an unprecedented rate for the first time, for the time of first collisions. So, this has, like, um, it's also the largest distributed computing grid. So... It's comprising over 170 computing facilities in a worldwide network over 36 countries. So this this thing's a mean mean machine. It's like a supercomputer almost, particle accelerator slash. I, I I can't even wrap my mind around these sorts of things. But can it make a smoothie? All right. We pulled over at, I think, the right moment there. Um, Yeah, so anyway, that was a long way for me to say that they think that alternate realities have something to do with these machines. Um, Changing history and creating sci-fi style alternate realities.
3: Yeah, that's cool and all that it can maybe find jesus and all that through particles and that's cool and all but can it play smoke on the water on guitar no
2: it,
1: it can't even talk i i don't think i think it. Can- what the hell good usage does it have then see here's my thing though in all the movies, like, um, it, Josh, we brought it up. I mean, and th- like I said, this is really the sister podcast to our last episode um, on uh, Project Pegasus. But, uh, you know, in all the f- uh, pop culture things, like, uh, I don't know, the, the, the bad one you brought up, Butterfly Effect, um, that movie posits like pretty ferocious changes that would happen if you were able to time travel and in these instances, it just seems silly to me because it's like, Frank, did you uh, double check everything when you came sliding back? Cause, um, God damn it, Frank, there's no dash in the Kit Kat anymore. You know, it's like, what did Frank do when he slid into that time period? I mean, how, what did he, you know, like he wanted to go back and see, the World's Fair, and somehow because he had a hot dog, that changed the way Kit Kats were formed. I don't know. I mean, that's what they say, at least in like
2: pop culture. But I'm Just, a bad boy. I removed the dash and Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Steve, you'll never believe
1: it, but I changed Baron Steen to Baron Stain, like the bears. Baron Stain. There depends. Ha ha ha. Hey, Stephanie, for you in accounting, I did something to really Uh get your (laughs) ex-husband. You know, the one that's a big Star Wars fan. I slid. Now, now all the lines are different. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah, I thought you were going to go way way too deep on this. You guys, Mm -hmm. come on. Mm -hmm. We're trying to appeal to the younger listeners here, okay? (laughs) After talking
3: about penis noses and That was last uh,
2: episode.
3: I brought
1: it up already on this one. (sighs) Brought it up? Really, Josh? (laughs) It sounds (laughs) far-fetched is basically what I'm saying, but it's um... (laughs) Supposedly, that's where these small changes could have happened or rippled on as um, into the spelling of well remembered uh, brands. Um, like Giffy, yeah, <laughs> my favorite crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> um, some alleged examples of the Mandela Effect are easily debunked. If you grew up reciting a line in the Lord's Prayer as "Forgive us our trespasses," you may be momentarily taken in by a YouTube conspiracy conspiracy theory that claims that the text was changed overnight to forgive us our debts. But if you look into it, there are actually several different versions favored by different denominations and the way religion works, things change
2: instantaneously. Poof, you're forgiven. right? And someone who grew up Catholic, I know if you said... Forgive us our debt as opposed to Forgive us our trespasses uh, The nuns would beat the shit out of you (laughs) Because God loves you That's my impersonation of nuns
1: In fact I I sent a text about an angry nun And instead of putting a nun Writing the word nun I put a penguin in Angry penguin
2: Angry god fearing penguins (laughs) Um, so here's here's where we get into a little bit of the dis,
1: disinformation-y side of it. Um, the part where that might explain a little bit about the Mandela effect. Um, so-called false memory experts explain that the, the Mandela effect, um, they see it as a confabulation where different memories get mixed together. So it's kind of like what Larry was saying where the um, Monopoly guy... Never had a monocle, but yeah, of course the you know the peanut guy did. Because uh, <laughs> why uh, wouldn't a peanut have a monocle? Exactly. Um All that salt in his diet. You know, one eye's mm-hmm. blind, so <laughs> he's got um, Forrest Whitaker eye going on. <laughs> so psychology also kind of has di- uh, different reasons why. Um, different they they cite it as memes in this article. Like the Mandela effect can quickly gain a following. The first is um, another thing called the misinformation effect. If someone tells you the Ford logo looks different, which is one of the examples of the Mandela effect, that there's a little Mm. loop-de-loop in the middle of it. Um, According to some people, there was this, and it's been in there since... it came up overnight, but it's actually been there since 1912. But if you didn't mm-hmm. know and you didn't look close enough,
2: because um, I'm a Chevy man,
1: I pee on me and Calvin. The sticker on yeah. my back, we
2: pee on Ford. Nothing, nothing says classy like a Calvin peeing on a Ford sticker. It's next to my monster sticker, just next to that. Stick figures of my three kids and the stick figure of my (laughs)
1: ex-wife catching a bullet to the dome. But it ain't no mistake that some of the mud that shot off my back tires hit that stick figure right in the face. Now, if you excuse me, it's happy hour somewhere
2: and I've got to go drink some whiskey and cry.
1: My nightly routine. And that ain't no misinformation effect, you heard? All right, so... If someone tells you the Ford logo looks different to what it did, that's there's a natural tendency to believe them if you've never looked closely at it. That effect would be doubled if the, theory, the theorists began, as they often do, by showing you a Photoshop version that you find online. Because, look, here's the thing. If you want to find Garfield and uh, Heathcliff and, uh, doing Yuck. a wobbly H with... Uh, Princess Elsa, it's gonna
2: <laughs> You can find it, it's all out there Giving her an Eiffel Tower
1: Deviant art is a large Plentiful, horrific place That, that houses many <laughs> I a was criminal. with you
2: until you said horrific I'm sorry
1: uh, <laughs> Imaginatively creative I guess It's not horrific Nothing artistically no. Is really that horrific Anyway
2: It's beautiful
1: that effect would be doubled crazy. <laughs> by showing you a Photoshop version and and fed you the suggestion that this is what we all remember it to look like, don't we? If the doctor version looks plausible because you have no firm memory to check it against, mm-hmm. it's a short step to accepting the real badge as the imposter. And the truth is, fellas, people like conspiracies. They like the idea that... I can tell by what the if, downloads we're getting. Currently, yes. Thank you. Thank you, fans. Or... <laughs> people checking us out I can't say fans but um, let's say that um, you found something like this out for that moment that I will say myself realized my memory of the Berenstein Bears and thinking Berenstein. there's no way I, I there's no way that that could be different the moment that I realized what if it did have to do with the Mandela effect, and that I was living in an alternate reality at the time, suddenly added some mist of mystery to my past. So I was like, "Oh, this is cr- crazy. What else, you know?" And it and it kind of led me down the rabbit hole of like, "What else do I remember from my, you know, elementary classes?" Most of it, you know, is is just me trying to hold back farts during reading time, and you know, watching kids eat glue and 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 playing beanbag tag and staring at. You know, the older
2: girls, but... That, whoa, 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 whoa. What? What exactly is beanbag tag? Because growing up Catholic... <laughs> sick. I'm, I'm thinking our beanbag tag was a little different than yours. Larry, there is another podcast we're going to have to start called Re-
1: The Regression. It's going to be about your time as a Catholic schoolboy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I do do, do that podcast. It need- it's called Therapy, and I meet every Tuesday and Wednesday with Mrs. G- I'm not going to give her name. My therapist. Is do you okay? think Larry right. still has his uh,
3: his
1: schoolboy outfit? Uh, I, I no. I'd be curious.
2: It was corduroys. I would love and, to uh, see you try a to white try shirt. to try to put those on too. No, dude, if I tried to walk with corduroys, <laughs> I'd start a forest fire. <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: that
2: you? You started running because you realized you had to take a. Because I realized there's a priest behind me. <laughs> that man can start
1: a fire faster than any schoolboy I've ever met. Touche, Larry. Until tomorrow. Um. Oh, the chafing. Oh, Lord. Oh. So we we tend to be more trusting of our memories is basically the gist of the debunking and confirmation bias then plays its part converts to a, converts us to a belief 10 I'm sorry converts to a belief tend to seek out evidence that confirms their belief and disregard evidence to the contrary which kind of leads to our fake news episode which you should see and actually contains some of the most I mean, we don't bring it all up, but man, just thinking about PizzaGate gives me the willies. Hmm. Um. So that's really kind of kind of it, fellas. I don't want to get too much in the debunking because we do right. have a verdict coming up soon.
2: Um, Larry, you said you had some questions you wanted to ask I us. I do. Uh, okay. Imagine an alternate universe. Okay. And you have to be completely honest here. Evil twin universe. Okay. Who are you, Ryan? Okay, so you're Describe saying like evil doppelganger of myself? Yes, you and this evil quote unquote. I'm going with the you know the movie evil twin universe type thing. Okay.
1: No, I get you.
2: Um.
1: Well, he's going to be a conservative, sports-loving, <laughs> um, gun-toting, <laughs> closet homosexual. Wow. Uh, good that... Good that yeah. so, wait, wait,
3: wait. Closet?
1: So that means you're out? No, I'm trying to... Well, the opposite. I'm a closet
2: lesbian right now. <laughs> um, so he's so going to... Okay, maybe I'll make this a little easier. What kind of music does your twin like? Uh, modern country.
1: Okay. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> he likes
1: um, anything modern country with a nice dance beat. Okay. Um, anything that talks about God. Um, his favorite movie was probably... Uh Twilight. <laughs> and um he drives the most gas guzzling diesel fueled vehicle on the planet to a well, let's see, what's the opposite of a male prostitute? A John <laughs> No, um Oh man, what would his job be? I would imagine like a, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like a preacher. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think okay. of the opposite, but yeah, and it's like, who also writes like, so you're the father from Footloose. Uh, basically. Yeah. I mean, I'm the, the father from Footloose. That's a great <laughs> example, which also recommended seek that movie out. Good stuff.
2: So 80s, what's the podcast what's the podcast you're hosting? Oh, it'd be like um
1: oh man. <laughs> it would be it would be <laughs> like Jesus saves Christian science. Um it w- instead of debunking, we would be telling how modern versions of Bible heroes live today. And then oh. we would give Welcome
2: out- to the Christian Heresy <laughs>
1: We would give out information about how to talk to somebody about not getting an abortion and mm-hmm. um, how your body is Jesus's temple. Um, we would spend a lot of time um talk singing praises about the current our currently entering administration. Um, we would <laughs> we would take our breaks by playing, you know, extra modern country. Oh excellent. And, Ooh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Christian music.
2: Well bad Christian rock.
1: That's that's when I cut loose. That's when I break out the Ultras and the uh, modern Whoa. country. Got some faith plus one coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> some you got, jars of clay. I got a dedication going out to my wife, my my the apple of my eye, the one who bared me nineteen children and counting and I want to thank TLC for our new reality show. Thank you, and God bless. Josh. Evil twin. Oh, my evil
3: twin. Uh, you know what? I think that it would be a vegetarian. It'd be a vegan.
1: <laughs> I like how your it first was- angle of your personality <laughs> you go for is like, well, it's definitely food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: right. It'd be a vegan that listens to country music, modern country, and would just be the most wonderful, like, fake happy all the time. Wait. Shit. That doesn't (laughs) work, because I do that. (laughs) So they would be legitimately pissed off, but love everybody. Uh, I don't know. Um... Yeah, I just a vegan that likes country music and favorite movie probably would be American Sniper. <laughs> That's I, great. I would
1: go with you to that film, brother. <laughs>
3: right. They would be w- like 100 percent super patriotic and um, be like if you're not with if you're not with D-
1: Donald Trump then you're just wrong these colors don't run son my favorite uh, director is Jesus Christ that's right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen
3: he, he directed my life brought me to my wife and my our, our 17 children
2: just- their names are Mark Joshua Luke Jesus. Right. So the instead of pop culture minute, what are you doing on the podcast? Yeah. They're talking about
3: how evil <laughs> the music of the world is, <laughs> how evil uh, m- movies now, are.
1: Now you hear, you uh, know what I heard? I heard that that uh what's her wh- that that,
3: that. What's her name. I heard Marilyn Manson. That 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 woman
1: removed her rib to suck her own penis. Now that is the most disgusting thing ever, and I want to hear all the details. Yeah. Let's listen to some Creed first. <laughs> oh my goodness. Get that off my radio. We are listening to the one and only DC talk now you heard.
2: <laughs> DC talk, wow. <laughs> Uh, uh,
1: I, I think obviously this question is tailor made for an improv jokester like yourself. Come on, Larry. Who are who's you? Who who, uh, I, who is you?
2: First of all, I, I'm super serious. <laughs> right. I don't put up a, don't put up <laughs> with any joshing around. Sorry, Josh. Oh,
1: I think in this alternate reality, his name is Jesus. By the way, J- Jesus.
2: Ah. Uh, Favorite music? I I I would be. I don't want to don't want to say. You know, I'm gonna go with that that Christian rock stuff. Yeah, uh, I almost said, said that first Ma- too, but Ma- you know what? I scrap that. Classical music, and I appreciate like the. I just don't like it. Right on. I get it. I get it. I just don't. I just yeah. So we're going classical music for sure. So I'm picturing the Monopoly guy right
1: now. I'm seeing you sitting in a room literally clean shaven by the way cl- yes. clean shaven
2: like a baby's hair. like a baby's butt your chin is slick back in with like donald sons trump's hair for sure <laughs> i'm tall oh yeah what's your favorite um, food favorite food would be tofu Ugh. just the word tofu I,
1: it just sounds it like it's eating somebody's feet
2: Tofu. Some yeah, people are like, turned on by that. Sounds like it sounds like like bad martial art that you wouldn't win at. <laughs> <laughs> I know tofu. Cool. That man yeah. pulled a tofu on me. I know I can kill a man with my middle toe.
3: It is. Oh my god! I went out with Johnny last night, and he put, totally pulled a tofu on me. Mm-hmm.
2: It hurts still. Okay. It's like, it's like a, a competing brand for Tenactin. Oh, Lord. Oh, Larry, what yeah. would your role be on the podcast? My role would be researcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, almost spit tea all over the place. <laughs> Definitely would be... Re- Josh hit that right on the head. Kind of hurts, but he's right. <laughs> i don't do any research i do uh, and i would be very silent you wouldn't oh. even i would just do the research you wouldn't even hear from me i would be like i would present the research to you too and you guys would do the show oh man i would just bring out bible verses and hymns for you guys i don't like any of our doppelgangers <laughs> it's, it's evil actually we're not all that evil somehow we actually somehow we're actually better people I know. evil yeah. well, I, and that's what i was gonna
3: bring up like is it if, are you talking about their evil ones because honestly i i i've gone on record saying that my wife and i we we actually are terrible people we're terrible but we're just really friendly terrible people
1: that's not very comforting, Josh. Yeah, I wouldn't let,
2: I would not let April listen to this. She can hear me right now. No. I always wonder You know what that's I, I. Uh, this may or may not stay in the podcast, but I'm, I can only imagine what Aaron thinks just hearing my end of the conversation. I, you know, I'm thinking this I just too. yell out this funny voiced penis joke randomly. <laughs> I, I know my wife's <laughs> upstairs right now, and I'm thinking she's probably
1: listening to this. So let's yeah. just keep it on the down
2: low. I mean, last last week when I'm making penis nose jokes, I mean, how turned on was my wife downstairs listening to that? <laughs> Not I don't know. The answer is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
1: my husband's in there talking about a penis on his nose.
2: Yeah, I'm married again. To a f- I'm married to a 40 year old who's making dick jokes for free on the internet. I'm so hot.
1: Oh, I wanted to mention real quick. Supposedly the uh, front, the uh, Fiona Brom. They think there's a link between the Mandela effect and tinnitus. That was one of her, um, one of the main last articles. Uh, you guys know what tinnitus Gintinitis, is, right? Yeah,
2: the ringing in the ears, they right? I think
1: that that has something to do with um, being close to like a bridge to another parallel uh, universe. Oh. I'm paraphrasing yeah. that all and it could it could be completely botched what I just said, but that there is an, a great article about it and I thought that was kind of interesting. So I'm thinking... Every time I get tinnitus, it's after I rock my guitar and practice,
2: or you my get ears a ring. You get it ringing in your ear.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty. Yeah, um, fellas, yeah, we're gonna round this out. Round sure. of verdicts. Sure. I'll go first, because I don't normally... Usually, I always throw it to Josh, and I want to give Josh some time, and I want to give you some time. Um, Okay. As I said in the past, I believe in reptilians. I believe in greys. I believe that there might even be a Bigfoot up in the Pacific Northwest. I also really believe in time travel, because I think it's something that is going to be, or has been achieved. Now, Parallel universes have, has always been kind of confusing to me. Just the thought of, you know you you could slide into another universe. Now, it's a very
2: I, slippery show we're doing here.
1: It is very slippy. <laughs>
2: um, there
1: is this whole idea that there's our galaxy is infinite. That um, it's so big that there there are other planets where there are versions of ourselves just like slightly changed or um it's kind of like what they bring up
2: in spoiler alert good job bioshock no he did pretty he did pretty good with that
1: um but the the thing about it is i think there could be some truth to it really Um. Yeah, I'm gonna err on the yes. This could be. This is a reality because. Um, now, here's the thing: if we perfected time travel, I would assume that there would be an effect of that. And if these, if I believed in time travel, this would seem like a pretty simple bystander of of that. Um, because I believe the Berenstain Bears was a book that I read because mm-hmm. I'm foolhardy and a conspiracy theorist on a conspiracy podcast, it's easy for me to bite the bullet on that because I have a preconceived idea that that's what happened. Um, the only part of me that thinks that this could be false, mm-hmm. um, is that I do believe that group think can come from something like this and that people can jump onto an assumption. Um, so, so a lot so, of these things, like the simple lines in movies being, um, like I said, brought into groups and smaller groups and, and reset and sketch and comedy, I think that that could have played a big part of this. I do have
2: one question for you, Yeah. for both of you. Do you think the invention of, or now that we're the in the internet age, does this increase or decrease the Mandela effect? I think that this increase. I think it showed a big really? increase. Yeah, because okay, people mm-hmm. are more
1: people are coming together about it. I think um, before the internet, um, we really it was a bit of a pop culture conspiracy kind of uh, wild west. Um, it's,
2: it's interesting and I, because I, I'm always fascinated how by how things could have possibly spread back in the day because we all heard. Richard Gear hamster up the ass. Yeah, that's yeah. a great but how example. Did, how did that? How did that spread in pre-internet age? Well, whoever the guy's wife who
1: Richard Gear slept with when um, he started that rumor or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming it's a jilted actor because Hollywood's full of them or but something spread, like that. That's crazy.
2: Or, or maybe it was the hamster.
1: Yeah, of course, hamsters start oh rumors God, all
4: the time. It was so smelly up there.
2: Lemmy Winks is a dick like that.
4: Jesus Christ. Shit I've seen.
2: That man. That man ate a lot of tofu.
1: (laughs) This is nutty. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Killer cat. Inside stuff. All right, Josh, go ahead. I...
3: I think I want to say that I I believe it. I have I said in the last episode which is really the sister episode of this that uh, time travel and all that I do believe in it and who's to say that some of these things that the Mandela effect has uh, affected will is because somebody went back and something changed because of that. But there's just there's too many coincidences where people have brought up things and you just have a big group of people say, mm, "No, that's not how I remember it. This this you're wrong." And so I I think that the Mandela effect is is easily it's it's a it's a real thing. It's it happens all the time and uh, it goes along with the last episode with saying that I believe that time travel
2: is real. So, yes, Larry, I don't believe it's real.
1: What do you uh, think it
2: is? I think it's people have bad memories. Yeah. You think a lot of it,
1: almost, I would assume, like, 90% of it is probably just people saying, like...
2: You're trying to remember a child's book from when you were, like, five or six. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, and, I get it. And, and, and that's a badly named book, Stain. Like, Baron Stein actually just sounds better. Well, I think it's actually the the last name of the couple who wrote the
1: book series together.
3: Well, they should have been Andersons. Exactly. <laughs> they Anderson should have
1: yeah. bears. Mm,
2: we're the Andersons. We're Whoa. the Kodiaks. <laughs> Papa Bear, <laughs> what did you get your hand stuck in? Oh, no. I I got my hand stuck in my secretary again. <laughs> that's that's why I don't Go like.
1: get brother Bear. <laughs> that's why I don't yep. <laughs>
3: That's why him, I don't
2: write children's books.
1: Tell them to go get the honey pot again. <laughs> yep.
2: Got <laughs> us uh, yeah, a sticky situation. Like I got myself in quite a pickle.
1: <laughs> mm, pickles come with burgers at
2: restaurants. Yeah. Now we're talking mm. my language. All right, boys. That's the verdict. That's going to be my birthday meal.
1: I think this is the effect that the Mandela effect has had on us. It's late. Josh, I'm hungry. Where do people find you when you're not chit-chatting it up with us about
2: conspiracies? Pizza Hut. No. Oh. <laughs> do you remember? Here's a Mandela effect. Pizza Huts used to have a salad bar, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I never Good, I'm not saw it. i ignore okay. the shit
1: out of it if they did.
2: <laughs> Wendy's did too. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, mm. Maybe that's a Mandela effect. All mine would be food-related. <laughs> What, you guys don't ever remember when they had the glue
1: McFlurry? Elmer's.
2: Just kidding. Okay, Josh. Out of everything you could pick for a flurry, you picked glue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Not lettuce, not a spinach flurry. No, something that people don't eat except for four-year-olds. I'm right. Sorry. A salami and mushroom McFlurry. (laughs) Yeah, now we're talking. A calzone Zoller. flurry a calzone flurry oh lord <laughs> i still kind of
1: want to try it because it's hot and tasty oh, I, have ah. an, I have an ex
3: that would actually eat pickle mcflurries oh lord
1: ah, no bacon Hold on, mcflurry i'm on board josh where are where would we find you if you weren't talking s- conspiracies
3: well, if you were looking for me, he could, uh, you can actually find Larry and I on potty slam podcast and we are on Facebook, Twitter and potty slam com, Which I is think- doing
2: uh, great, by the way. It were like, I know we're getting people from this show listening to that. We, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's we, Larry and I have a lot of fun with that and, uh, Ryan's I had think, a good time on it too and he's not even a fan. I think that's what's appealing is you don't have to be a wrestling fan to listen to it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They're just they're funny stories about juiced up dudes that are on a lot of drugs. Who 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 I, I yeah. mean really we could talk about the Rolling Stones in the same way. Yeah. And
1: if you like uh the show I've been on a few and also um Josh's wife has been on a couple too.
2: She, well she is actually a member of the crew. She just uh, eh. medical she popped out a kid. <laughs> She's
3: on a hiatus for just a little while due to uh we had the, we had a baby and he's quite the handful and so th- that's the reason why she hasn't been on there and just it's been very busy around our
2: house. She will be back. All right, Larry, what about you? Ooh ifispodcast.com if you like baseball history beer city media um on facebook and twitter that's where you can keep track of all the projects we're doing
1: and if you like this show and you want us we hope you love the bejesus out of it and uh, tell a friend. But if you want to contact us or search us out on social media, you can hit us up in our Gmail at show at gmail.com for any questions, future episode topics, or maybe you just like want to tell us a story. Um, yes.
2: If I may, yes. being that this is my birthday, mm. if, if I could ask our fans for a present, we lose money on this podcast. This thing costs us money, and there is a PayPal link on the Podomatic page if you want to give us a buck or two to help def- diffuse. Defuse? Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: even if we were to break even on our
2: dude, uh, I'd be so happy if we broke oh, yeah. even. And and the thing is, so maybe maybe my, my we'll, wife,
1: <laughs> we'd be happy to do you know f- totally. Extra content for you guys, if that's something that you want to suggest, a Patreon Dude, I, or, or or more
2: of that. It's just um, if you want to advertise on this thing, we can we can discuss that. Of
1: course, email or, you us. You know, for the cost of your morning coffee, I mean, two dollars, three dollars, one dollar. Just uh, if you could chip that in on en- for any of our shows, even if yeah. if you don't like this show and you like, and for some reason you're listening, but uh, you like the other shows more. I mean, maybe add it to the cost of any one of those because we're about to have to up a lot of things here soon because we're, we're hitting b- bandwidth
2: st- stipulations if, and our equipment's falling apart. If you're like me and you just you know what, forego that hand job down at the Rub and Tug and give it to us. Or that McRib if you're <laughs> right. a McDonald's connoisseur. Dude, is the McRib back. I mean,
3: no, is it make you even if fucker. just everybody that listens to this just did like a dollar and and we're not we're not saying you have to but if, if everyone, if everyone that listens to this we gave we'd us just a dollar we could cover all of our costs f- for a year a year
1: i mean and that's just one buck what's a, what's a dollar you won't even realize it's no. gone and yeah, if you a- don't just share it with a friend that's really all we ask or rate and review um also, Ooh, that's important. Yeah, I want to um, say thanks to everyone who has done that, and please like us on Facebook. And if you want to know when the next episode comes out on Mondays, which is when they come out, but you just want to be up to date as soon as it drops, our Twitter handle is at Conspiracy Show. Um, Also you can follow me and Larry on Twitter I'm at Ryan Harrigan He's Larry underscore ga underscore ga And that's about it Anybody have anything else to throw in on the pile Before we the moves for the week
2: No I think everybody's gone by
1: now (laughs) Oh If you're still here Gold star I kiss kiss you on the nose Ooh, I'm prepared I'm ready Alright guys we'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy Goodbye
4: I paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my share of sand kicked in my face But I've come through Gonna need to go